wink tip. Good afternoon. It is April 27th, 2021. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by William Minosin, co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What's going on, Will? I'm going to start you off today. There's a Japanese man. He was arrested. The reason oh, no. that he was arrested is because he was, quote, serial dating 35 women at the same time with the main goal to get birthday presents. So he's getting 35 presents a year, or I guess just for the past year? I'm not even sure if it was the, the, the full year, but while he's been, he's been doing this, he was a, uh, a showerhead salesman as part of a multi-level marketing company, and that's how he was able to meet so many women. And he told each of them that his birthday was a different day. Wow. Is that the strategy there, or are you just more likely to get caught in a lie here? Like, are you when you conversate with each one of these women, you're remembering each one of these birthdays, or are they just forgetting as well? Because this just seems crazy. 35 birthdays to keep track of with 35 different people. Well, they, they can't forget, because that's your whole plan, is you want birthday presents. So you have to make sure that they know. I'm thinking he must have had some sort of an app, or maybe just the notes function, or an Excel document. Not just for the for the birthday part to remember, but to remember about all all of these women. Just think about having just thirty five friends and trying to to remember info about them. Too much work. I I don't have thirty five friends. It, this might be why, but I, it's probably a lot of other reasons as well. Uh, that's fascinating. I don't know if that would have been my strategy of having that many, let's say, uh, companionships. Uh, is is that what we're hoping to get out of everything? We just want more gifts. <laughs> That was this guy's entire plan. Uh, I was surprised. I didn't realize that you could get arrested for this. When I first saw it, it seemed more of the socially inappropriate kind of kind of thing, more than a this is a police matter. But I think that with, with this this volume is when it starts to get tricky. It, it says <laughs> that he 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 was lavished with nearly. Nine hundred and twenty-five hundred dollars in gifts. Wow. Which that's what I said. But when you take nine hundred and twenty-five and divide it by thirty-five, it, it's twenty-six dollars. So you're really going to get in legal trouble over, you know, basically twenty-five dollars uh, from <laughs> from each woman. What, what is this? A class action lawsuit? Were they are they all getting something? Well, it kind of seems that way because it says victims filed a, a complaint with police. <laughs> Although investigators believe there could be more victims, how do you think they found out about each other? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is is this a? Where'd you say he worked? He worked on a shower or something? He sold uh, specialized shower heads. How often are you going back to that store? That seems like a one, one-time thing. It is a part of a multi-level marketing company. So I would think these would be online purchases. I don't think these would be in store. Man, maybe this is uh, more of the lesson of the career path. You know, don't go this route. But you know, it's I haven't heard any other careers talking about these kind of numbers. It's a lot, right? Do, do... Thirty-five is a lot. I, I'm, I'm impressed right there. I think we should, especially considering the past year. Or was the past year easier or harder? <laughs> it's... I would think easier. I, I would think we'd because, 
We wouldn't comment. <laughs> just because you'd be able to, assuming that there was at least a couple of them in a similar area. I mean, these all could have been long, long distance if this was online, but there's less of a, just the chance meeting of, well, we're going out to dinner and there's one of the other copious amounts of women that I'm dating. <laughs> You got 30, got, it seems like it'd be way, a full-time a, job. I mean, maybe he's making a bunch of money because he's also selling them the, the, the shower heads at the same you, time. But Do you have 35 dates planned? Like 35 activities? Or are we doing the same thing all the time? Are we going to the same place? Oh, you, you, I wonder if he just like, yeah. Just <laughs> is there the a go-to? Like, like, is, is wonder, there some bartender somewhere got, that's like, oh, this is yeah, him. Like, it's every Friday someone new. It's... Yeah, I wonder if he's got some sort of standard work, and it's just okay. Here are the the lines that they say. All right, pretty much got him on the hook. Okay, here's first date. Uh, here's second date. Okay, here's third date. That's when I tell him when my birthday is. The birthday <laughs> is always. I'm what maybe two weeks away, three weeks away, like just far enough ahead, uh, to give them time to be able to get a present, but you know, not too far away that you're just gonna lose interest. Yeah, this sounds like he's. Uh, not focusing his energy in the correct way. Like clearly, there's some ambition here. Then, as well as, I mean, it, it's it's kind of disgusting to call it an accomplishment. But you know, this could be useful in some other career path. I imagine, and in some sort of aspects of life, he had any moral. Uh, I don't know. This guy, he's a jerk. All right, this is disgusting. Well, here people. is the here here's the other side of this, and maybe this is just the numbers working in his favor, but. Isn't he just going to have to get 35 birthday presents for all of these girls now? Or is that that part of it that this is how he breaks up with them is, oh, by the way, I'm dating 34 other women. You don't need to. Don't worry. I won't get anything for your birthday, but thank you for my gift. (laughs) Now that this has happened, it's over. Oh, so maybe one of like the first things that he asks is, you know, you know, what's your sign or something where you can figure out when their birthday is and if you <laughs> if it's anywhere in the danger zone of nearby you just kind of shut it down or maybe you you put it into a uh you know it, on the back burner like ooh, yeah my guess nope, is can't can't get a hold of kelly right now but uh in in three months my, my guess right, is this guy doesn't care about gifts this guy doesn't care about gifts you're not getting a gift from him <laughs> it's it's a it's a one-way well, why do you think that he wants gifts so much i don't know why he wants gifts so much i i personally it's so it's hard to shop for birthday stuff now, and I feel like I'm never happy with whatever I'm giving a gift. And I'd I'd much rather kind of the the kind of the way where we do. If I see something and it made me think of you, and it's like this is nice, whatever, I'll, I'll send it to him. I don't I don't care. It doesn't need to be for any sort of time or anything. I I think I'd rather have that sort of friendship with people. But you know, if if you want to have a specific date and have some sort of specific requirements for it, you know, that's that's your choice. But I don't like that. No, no gifts for me on my birthday. You, you could skip it this year. <laughs> we all have them. They're every year. There's, there's no reason to make them that special. Except for this guy. He wanted to have uh, as many as possible. What if uh, in some sort of fantasy world, uh, sci-fi sort of TV show, if he was penalized and for every birthday that he had, he'd literally gotten a year older? <laughs> And that was like a punishment. And, you know, by the end, he, he learns his lesson. Like, hey, you shouldn't you shouldn't do this. I, I thought they just put a letter on you. You you want to go? You want to age the fella? 
Man, what if that's I, his I new thing though? Like a, what if you're giving him uh, more ambition? What if he's like the seventy year old that looks fifty? Like what if he's he's that guy now? Like, like on his ID he, it says he's seventy. He's like, yeah, look, I look good, right? Well, no, I think he would he would he wouldn't just be a year older. Like he would he would age. Oh, you want to actually age him? I'm imagining we're just his credentials oh, now show yeah. him so say, twenty years older. So, yeah, it says that he's uh, he's about forty. So by the end of this, he would be seventy five, and that's just that's your punishment for doing this. You know, I I I could be talked into shortening life for that. I don't know. You you're you're opposed to this. Yes, this. <laughs> you are... the, the whole point of aging every time you do this is uh, showing like, hey, this isn't worthwhile. You don't want to do this, and I'm thinking it's some sort of. Um, uh not not a christmas story a christmas carol where you know he he goes and he gets visited by the three ghosts but then at the end he wakes up in the morning and realizes the error of his ways i was thinking at the end of this it would be a good story that he'd say please no i, I shouldn't have done this I, I was that that was that was rude of me i should just have one birthday like everybody else and i should be honest and then he would wake up and he would live a better life i think this guy would just look at the dream as another opportunity to get more gifts in the dream world like that's that's obviously the priority here this <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna be asking the ghost for a gift, you know. He's like, hey, it's my birthday today. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I think just, that's just a constant hustler. I think that's this guy's plan. I, I don't think he, you you would turn you would turn that off. Clearly, after thirty five, you it that doesn't turn off. You you made a choice to ignore that sort of part of your brain that was telling you, hey, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Uh, right? It's 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 so many. Yeah, it's. I, I got. We got to move on with this. How about we move on to something a little bit more positive? All right, another moving forward kind of alert here. Uh, Massachusetts sporting events are going to up the attendance. Uh, we're at twelve percent right now, and in two weeks we're looking at twenty five percent. It's double, but doesn't twenty five percent just sound like we're so far away still? It, I kind of thought about it the same way. Of oh, cool, we're doubling it. Well, only a quarter, a quarter of people. Oh, so we only have a quarter of people for the playoffs. Uh, but I think uh, we should, every time we get an opportunity to just push in a positive direction, say, look at that. Now we're up to a quarter. That's getting closer. And then actually, after I saw that, um, we're just before the podcast, I saw for Massachusetts for stadiums, the plan right now is full stadiums starting august 1st so really doesn't matter anytime between now and basically september so it sure seems like looking to have uh full stadiums for football in, and, in massachusetts and referring to stadiums as outdoor stadium these are outdoor events i believe so okay so i, I think that's that, that's good outdoor stuff is going to become very hopefully safe i imagine <laughs> It came out today, uh, Biden and the CDC came out and said that it's now cool to go outside without a mask on as long as you're not going to uh, some like, like a concert or a heavily populated uh, event. So outside's looking good. They also said if, uh, and that, that was if you're vaccinated, and if you're vaccinated for indoors, said still should be wearing a mask, but to, uh, to go to a movie. That should be uh, that. That should be good to go now. And there were definitely a few other things where, once again, positive look. Not the that's all we can do. I thought we got vaccinated. We're all going to be good. But 
we just head in the right direction. Stuff. You, okay, now we can go to the movies. All right. You know, a little while longer, you, we can start doing more and more things. In uh, in Connecticut, there was uh, there's been rules that if you are going to a brewery uh, or or to a restaurant, you you have to get food. You can't just get a drink. Uh, those rules will be going away uh, May nineteenth. So a little more than the two week the, for the for the arenas increasing, but you know less than a month. Just we're we're, we're headed in in a, in a good direction and not going uh, not going backwards at this point. Do you normally not get food when you go to the brewery? That's that doesn't no. happen. It uh it, it depends on the uh on the time. If it's uh if it's lunchtime, but then sometimes you you're just looking to go for for happy hour, and you you really and you can't. They they got real strict with you couldn't just go get a side. It's like you had to get an actual a whole meal. So it really it really hurt if you were looking to go to the southeast corner of the state and go visit two different breweries and get a get a beer at each. Yeah, I, I mean I guess you could, but. No, well, it's it's ideal I, for I just, tasting. I just had a burger and fries, and I'm going to the other place. It's like, well, I guess I get a chicken sandwich, but it, it that that's that's a lot. Yeah, because I think the big difference with all of that. I mean, we're looking more as the customer experience, but I know a lot of bars that just weren't able to open because they just didn't offer food. They were just bars. So ha- hearing that go away means a lot of those places should, if they're not already open, be opening very soon. A lot of them have been doing the uh, doing the food truck if they didn't have food on site. But I just know that some of the uh, some of the food trucks they, they can just be really expensive. Uh, just for like what you're getting, sometimes you look at it, and uh, plenty of times I've been I've been pleasantly surprised. I went to a uh, a brewery uh, last last Friday, and I, I got a burger for the first time in a while. And it was massive. I thought it was like a little bit expensive when I bought it, but it was like, nope, this is for sure worth worth the price. But other times, it's I'm getting wings, but oh man, this, this this is kind of expensive for for these wings, and and they're fine, but they it's almost like you feel a little bit like a hostage. It's like, well, they knew I had to order something, so they they know they got you on probably whatever the the lowest item is, because a lot of people uh, I'm sure are still kind of blindsided by. Wait a minute, I'm coming into the brewery. I would like a beer. Why does it matter if I'm getting food or not? And it's just kind of a, an odd rule they've been doing through COVID. I, I like food trucks. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Generally, food trucks only open if they do one thing really well. And if you order that one thing, you, sh- you should be pretty happy. Uh, I actually I saw something new with the food trucks this week uh, in the Pittsfield over here. They have a, a cannabis food truck, essentially. It's like, imagine a cannabis ice cream truck. I, I don't know where it goes. <laughs> I don't know where it parks. But it's offering edibles. I I never heard of a mobile thing. I I have no idea how the zoning works for this at all. <laughs> that, but now this. That's what I was thinking. But now we live in a world where this exists, and it's not ever going to come anywhere near my neighborhood. But it's it's nice to know that that's that's something there. You know, <laughs> did I I hadn't heard of anything like that. Have you? I would have assumed that would have been illegal. It'd almost be like uh, having a mobile. Uh, like, trying to obtain like a mobile liquor license sounds hard enough, let alone a mobile <laughs> cannabis. I thought they were pretty sp- pretty strict on what areas you could have a uh, have a have a cannabis shop in. I'm sure there are certain areas he's allowed to park, and maybe it was just that he was able to acquire permits in certain locations in that city. And 
I, I have no idea how it works, but I, I it's in the paper. It it's happening. It's a it's a real thing. Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So not only do we have cannabis shops, we have cannabis buses driving around handing out <laughs> handing out goodies. See, food huh. trucks are great. Are are we a fan of food trucks now? Like I said, I've had some some really good food trucks, and just other times, it's just I I don't like being told like you have to get a meal. Yeah, like, I, I get that. I I don't I don't want a meal. I I I came out and I was planning I'd like to go to the brewery for the 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 beer that you guys make, and I would like to go to a restaurant for food that they make there. Yeah, not, which not has been it's been a struggle as well of you know what the rules are, and especially with a. Uh, the limited seating, especially if I'm just rolling rolling solo, there are not as many options, and you can't 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 sit at the bar. I think that's supposed to change uh, next month as well in Connecticut, and just being a little easier. If I'm out and about of going in and being able to just go and sit at the bar, that that's cool. You you run into people, you you, you talk to talk to them, but yeah, for right now, uh, most of the winter I hadn't uh, hadn't ventured out too much. Um, you know, as kind of kind of supposed to so. One more week, I'll uh, I'll get the the second vaccine. So, rules will be changing shortly after that. Once I've gotten the the full two weeks after that, and hopefully uh, as the summer goes on, more and more things are opening up, and then by fall, that uh, basketball basketball will be fully open. Oof. We'll see if we're even able to play, like like physically. I I don't know what that's gonna look like. The uh, the the basketball emails for me have been starting to trickle in still doesn't sound like people are quite ready. There's been some, anybody want to do something else? Uh, pickleball, tennis, something a little more socially distanced and a whole bunch of responses of not really interested in that, but would be interested in playing outdoor basketball if anybody else is, but hasn't <laughs> quite been enough to, you know, enough momentum to actually, actually get it to happen. But it seems like it's people are starting to poke a little more and a little more. Yeah, I, it's it's finally coming here. Winter is almost over. I, I only had to shovel my car once this week. Uh, so that's good news. Man, I so I actually got my second vaccination. A month ago, I got my first vaccination, and I wore shorts to the appointment. This past week, I got the vaccination, and it was so cold. I had to scrape the ice off my car. I, I don't know where we live. I don't know why anyone lives out here. I'm I'm vaccinated, so that, that's that's the good news. Uh, the second day for Moderna, man, that was a doozy. Yeah, that'll sneak up on you. It was amazing of how much it was just that second day, and the third day suddenly like everything just fades away by the end of the night. Uh, but headaches, body aches, body aches are <laughs> you just feel like you worked out and you didn't work out. Like you didn't even get like the nice <laughs> benefit of it. <laughs> Your back's all sore. I, I don't know. I, I my neck was kind of sore. Like I said, it's just a couple hours of there. If if that's the route you went, if you haven't already gotten it, you'll you'll get through it. I wouldn't worry too much, uh, but definitely don't make anything crazy for plans the the second day, uh, just in case. You mean Cinco de Mayo? Oh, is that going to be you? Uh, I get my vaccine on Cinco de Cuatro. Shout out to Arrested Development. So I'm excited about that. I really wish that I uh, I had a shirt to wear for the occasion, uh, but but I don't. So yeah, it'll be. Single to mile will be the, uh, be the second day for me. Well, I wouldn't say this was everybody either. I w- there were some people had some mild symptoms that I know of. Some people had some worse symptoms. So I I, I kind of just felt hungover and sore the whole day. And that's not a fun feeling. 
Especially when you didn't get to enjoy the nightlife <laughs> the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like it's like the workout pain without the workout. <laughs> like I didn't get to accomplish yeah, we'll, anything. Uh, Texted me the the next day or about asked him like hey like how you feeling no it's the second day and he responded with you know feel uh, you know feel kind of hungover kind that that sort of feeling and uh, at first I was all sympathetic like yeah no we can't hear it's like whoa hold on wait did what did you do last night hold on before I, no, you get the no. sympathy I want to I want to no. know I, I the symptoms weren't from uh, from alcohol in any way it, it was entirely the <laughs> shot it was. You got to stay hydrated. Got got to keep hydrated. Definitely get some rest. Uh, I, I think that's my uh, my biggest concern is just just the not knowing and everyone's symptoms being a little bit different and trying to figure out. Well, do I take Wednesday off from work? Do I try to power through? Should I take take the morning off? Where if you just knew, once you get it, just take twenty four hours off. Just sleep through it. Just do it. Then, then you'll be good. It's just I think a little more of like the, the the unknown that is almost bothering me a little bit more. I, the the weird thing is it's you don't know when it's coming. Like I gave you a ballpark, it could be the morning the next day, it could be the afternoon, it could not be at all. Like you could just be waiting for this. So ticking well, how time. How many hours? How many hours after you got the got the vaccine did it did it hit you? Uh so I got it nine thirty in the morning. I'm. Yeah, probably probably about twenty four hours after I'd say it was starting to feel a little funny. Okay. And then it got a little bit worse throughout the afternoon and then by night it was uh just exhausting, but it kind of going away a little bit. But you're just you're just tired at that point though. It it's Yeah. Uh but like I said, everyone was different. Um it's it's very doable though. It's just 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 tell yourself it's one day. It's all it's all it is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of one day, the NFL draft is coming up in two days. It's it's weird how we we try to predict this thing every year, and yet we always know, like especially for these quarterbacks, what four out of five of these are going to be terrible, and we don't know which ones, and and, we, <laughs> and we're trying to watch all these teams compete for them, and we know four out of five of these guys are probably not going to be that good, and and. We make such a big deal about all of our projections and picks and all that. And then, like, the first week of any of these guys playing, all of that goes out the window as if we know nothing all over again. I'm kind of sick of overanalyzing everything for this draft. I'm even more sick of every rumor the Patriots are involved in because there's rumors of us trading up, trading back, and then it's always the never trust the Patriots. It's the opposite of whatever they're saying, and now they're saying both, and I don't know what's going on. It's... I'm not as interested in it. Is is there a certain topic here that you really wanted to get into? Like, is there a player you're really to put the stamp of approval on and say, this is a safe bet. This is this guy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have one. I, I, I don't, don't want to, I, I don't want to put the stamp of approval because I agree with what you're saying that in, in three years, I, I could see any one of these guys leading their team and you got the next Lamar Jackson and I could see all of them being basically out of the league, you know, your 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 Mitchell Trubisky, where every person that has their like, this is the guy, this is why. And it's just wild that it still seems like they haven't quite figured it out on okay, this is what makes a successful quarterback. And just the teams on the other side of it, you need a quarterback in the NFL. You have to have one. And if you get a really good one especially on a rookie deal it's a huge advantage 
and just the amount of, you know what? We're just going to take a swing. <laughs> We're going to put all of our draft capital pretty much because it's right at the top and it's super valuable of just, we hope. We hope because if we, they, they, this is a lottery ticket. If this hits gold, we are set. And if it doesn't, guess we'll try again next year. And even if we do hit and we, or we think we hit in a couple of years, we might be right back here. It's, it just seems like the depth of the position has never been this deep. As well as every year, there's always a couple guys that are just bust. They just weren't ready. They just weren't good. They didn't go to the right situation or they couldn't handle professional speed, like their strength. Like there's so many elements that can go wrong in this. That I I almost I don't even want draft picks. This is why with the Patriots trade back. They, like these these picks, if you if you miss them, especially these early ones, if you miss, it's it's a huge miss. You're scrutinized for it. it the, the player is unable to ever recover, and it feels like you blown you blown such an opportunity at a whole bunch of other guys that that now look better. You know, days years later, but you don't you don't know this today and tomorrow, or on Thursday you're not going to know anything. It's 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 just amazing yeah. to me how many people are trying to build their teams through the drafts, even though we kind of know that this this is just not the, the percentages aren't good for you. Like this is a terrible way to to keep basing your your most important player on the team, the most important player on the team you, you're hoping to get on Thursday for, for some of these the, teams. The 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 Patriots this year have have ten picks. We've definitely been very fortunate in the past to not have anywhere close to a, uh, a high pick this year. Our, our first pick is uh, 15 and I've always been happy in the past of the, the trade down and the, you know what? Everybody else get really excited about the draft and your draft grades and oh look at that. We, we got an A. Oh, awesome. Good, good job. I'll see you in February. <laughs> yeah. But this year we didn't make the playoffs. We have signed Cam Newton back. We've signed some some weapons. Do you think that we're going to draft a quarterback? No. 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 I don't. I don't. I think we want the rest of the league to think that we're going to draft a quarterback so that they trade up and take him, and someone else, some other awesome player that should have went ahead of three of these quarterbacks, let's say, is just going to drop. And maybe it's a position that some teams don't want or don't need. And maybe it's a need that we get. I feel like we could end up with a really awesome player because of the mistakes of others. And that's what we're hoping for. But, you know, well, we're not a very good drafting team either. I think that's why we constantly trade back is because we're not very good at it. We're, we're better at... Oh, I don't I don't think that's true. You think we're good at drafting? Oh, definitely. Belichick isn't great at, uh, at drafting wide receivers. We've definitely swung out and missed many a time there. But I think we have... I, I'm trying to think of a comparison to the NBA... We're, we're never drafting the top talent and that's the most, those are the most sure things. So by the time we're drafting, we have to take some, some more risks. And I think that we've been good at drafting in the past. And I think that Belichick with the trading back just knows you, you can get an advantage. And if you know what type of guys you want, you're able to get two of them instead of just one of a, of a more premium guy that somebody else can take and we'll bring them in and we trust our coaching. But, uh, I would, I would be able to explain it or to prove it better with uh, with NBA draft picks, but I'm sure that other people have done it with the Patriots to show that we we draft well for the the, the spots that we're in minus wide receiver. Okay, so we were capitalizing off of having bad draft positions and getting decent players and then grooming them into something. 
But this year, we clearly had to have drafted decently well just to keep this machine going for for twenty years. You can't just completely swing in and miss every year. It would never work. Okay, but a lot of the guys that we're giving Hall of Fame credit were not high draft picks. Were not any anything like that. They were a lot of these guys weren't. Some of them were even undrafted. I mean, we pick up so many other guys from other teams that the Jets have dropped, Miami's dropped, uh, that, that got in a whole bunch of trouble on a bad team and then got waived, and we picked them up. I feel like that's kind of the differences we've really been able to make, and it hasn't been drafting, at least not of recent. Maybe we're able to point to it a little bit more, but it almost feels like Belichick is going to go forward with the same strategy of we have bad picks and we'll make something out of this, but now we have like a decent pick, and it feels like he doesn't know what to do with it. He wants to trade back to get back to the last pick of the first round. That's that you're 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 mistaken there, saying that Belichick doesn't know what to do. He knows exactly what it's what he's gonna do, and the way that you think that he doesn't know what he he wants to do, and how everybody else is looking, going, wait, are we are they trading up? Are they trading back? Are they gonna go for quarterback? Are they they not? That that is awesome. That means we got a tight knit group that is not letting anything leak. Nothing's coming out. We are in full control. That's exactly what you want. Well. I don't think we're going to draft a quarterback. I do think we still need a quarterback. Do you think there's something else we can do about the position? Uh, I think we're going to draft a quarterback. I don't, I don't think that we're going to – it won't be anything splashy. Uh, like I said, we have we have 10 picks, and I think it'll be down the ways a little bit, not a, not a day one guy. But I think that going in with, with Cam Newton, I think we're hoping – we're hoping there's a little bit of a bit of something something there that was not quite there last year. Maybe maybe COVID can still be an excuse, but I think that we do need to look for okay after Cam. And so this year with a guy lower down, not expected to perform right away. This can still be the Cam show this year, but there'll be a guy in the background that's learning the system, and very quickly he will be the uh, he'll he'll be the guy we're hoping to open to trot out there. Hey, you think Tampa Bay drafts a quarterback? No. Maybe. I don't know. Who's the backup? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I've I seen some rumors of uh, – I, I think the Patriots will inevitably trade for Garner Minshew at some point after we don't draft a quarterback. Uh, however, if we do, maybe we don't do something like that. I don't know if that puts us in any better of position. It's just if Cam's – Cam is not always healthy again. I mean, I know the COVID thing is a disaster of that, but – if you if you take that out of it, maybe he is a little bit more healthy last year, but he just wasn't that good for a lot of it. I I just I wouldn't mind having another guy like that and that we could get at a cheap price. It really wouldn't cost us anything. And and who knows? Maybe him under some some decent talent around him, some some better coaching. Maybe, maybe there's some Minshew mania over there. I I just get get your mustache out. Does the mustache work in New England? No, I I I, I think so. I. Is he not a cold weather guy? Is this, is that why we haven't done this? I I really don't know why. I just thought we were waiting for the draft to see it. Maybe one of these guys is suddenly magically available, and it's like, all right, this is the no brainer. We didn't want to draft a quarterback, but we kind of like this guy, and for some reason, we we feel like we can get him. We get him. I I think once that dream fades away, then we start looking at maybe Minshew type guys uh, as a trade, or maybe even Garoppolo is constantly being thrown out there, and we're gonna see how the Niners nights plays out as well because. I wouldn't want to have that pick. Doesn't that seem crazy? Like, I would not want to make that decision at number two. Would you? For number the two is the easy pick. Two is the easy pick? 
Well, I guess this year, like everybody knows that they're taking Trevor Lawrence with the with the first pick, but I, I think a lot of times there's usually the the two guys, and so it makes it way easier when you're going second. So it's not, oh, which guy am I going to take? Which guy am I take? It's just like, no, just take take the second guy. The, the, there you go, easy. I don't know if there's. You think there's an obvious two? I don't know if there's an obvious two. I, I no, not necessarily this year. And not only that, it, it's also just very different directions you could go with each guy. So you could play out a different scenario with every one of these different quarterbacks out there of like, all right, we're this type of team with this guy. We're this type of team with that. And you can only have one of them. <laughs> so I would not want to make that decision. I know you said it's a little bit easier being two, but it's almost like the no brainer is at one. And then you're like, okay, at two, I get whatever's left here. And you're like, well, how, how do I decide between the difference of all these? Uh, I, Did we'll, you uh, we'll talk a hell of a lot more about all this once it happens. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a whole bunch of trades and, Everything we think is going to happen. Shanahan's, happen. Uh, speaking of the 49ers, did you hear Shanahan's quote about uh, Garoppolo? No. They asked him if uh, if he thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would be on the team come Sunday, you know, after after the draft's over. And he said, I cannot guarantee anybody in the world will be alive on Sunday. <laughs> what? Which sounded, I think, way more villain than he meant it, I hope. Man, I, I, he may have a hit squad out on Garoppolo or on the whole everyone. I'm not really sure. I, I'm hoping to celebrate my Greek Easter on Sunday here. So let's uh, let's not do that. I don't want to hear that. That's, <laughs> I I don't want. I don't know if I want to play for a coach at saying that about. I mean, even the guys that are there. <laughs> it's just so far. I, I I totally get the coach speak of, you know, if, if he's here, he, he's a great guy, and just. Word salad, no new information, but to just go that far of not only can I not confirm about Jimmy Garoppolo or any of my players or anybody in the NFL, just the whole world, don't even know what's going to happen. All right. Well, that's enough NFL draft talk for me, unless there's anything else you want to get to. I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback for the Patriots. You think they are. We'll know that and a whole lot more next week after this all plays out on Thursday. What are we getting? Two days NFL draft? Four days? Uh, seven channels? What, what are they doing this year? Anything special? Oh, it's a, it, it's a lot. It's got to be more than two. I think it's at least three days. Did you catch on to the, the multi-channel thing they had going on last year? Where they had like a family-friendly one on ESPN and then I guess a little bit more to their in their mind analytical. I think it was on ESPN. No. No, yeah. they It's, 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 it's three days. Three days long. Uh, first rounds on Thursday, second and third on Friday, and then uh, fourth through seven on Saturday. I, I mean, I, I'm interested to see who the who the Patriots select, but it, it's it, it's I'm a lot of days, it. and it just seems so it? easy. I, yeah, I don't really watch it. It's just so easy to just to see who the picks were. I can read little blurbs on on who the Patriots get, and I I, I barely even watch the the NBA draft. No, it's it's a hard thing to watch. Also, the way everybody consumes everything through social media at this point, it's this is the, that's the best way to consume the draft. Not watching it, I don't need to watch it. Just let me scroll through my stuff, in, and it's just all, like this guy went at first. Things, all the things are like the non-sports things that I, I don't really care about. It's almost like watching the, the the halftime show, where it's like, well, you're talking about football, you're talking about basketball, but there's no real football or basketball going on, and. Other people are more interested in their stories. They definitely have been hammering home the past few years. I don't know if they're going to continue to do it. Of like 
the biggest tragedy in every draft pick's life. <laughs> and it's like, so that's miserable. like the first question it's they so hammer miserable. it. It's it's so a it's, lifetime channel. It, it turns it into like a drama uh kind of uh real world not not real world, um just it's 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 not it's not for me. It's it's for other people and I'm just interested in who's getting drafted and reading a little blurb and I don't need to hear about what terrible thing happened to them in Wait, high school. You, you don't need sad piano music overlaid under all the uh, underlaid under all the audio of all the sad stories played no. over and over again. You know? No, definitely definitely not. You you don't need the please save this dog commercial music playing <laughs> playing over while well, they slow pan right and left over the same picture seven different ways. <laughs> no, no, not 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 for me. Yeah. Uh, I am sure that all three of those days uh, there will be NBA basketball on, and I will much uh, much prefer to to watch uh, watch ask actual sports. Well, I'm constantly confused by everybody that watches cable for something that's. Not live sports. Uh, sp- speaking of cable struggles and just general struggles, uh, we ha- we had some award shows this week. Uh, uh, yeah, the ratings were bad last year for the for the Oscars, and then this year, I think they were down forty eight percent, is what I read. Uh, apparently, they went a different route for the production. I did not watch it, but I guess they cut out all of the trailer edits of the previews of any of the nominees. So we're just saying what it is and who it's by. We're not showing you any part of it, which I don't know. I don't know about you this year, but I didn't go to the movies this year, so I'm I'm definitely behind on I think thing, things I would have normally watched. Uh, so that seemed a little weird. Uh, the more the more I hear complaining about the these sort of award shows, the more I figure out that they're really just not for us. They're just famous people patting each other on the back. Uh, having any excuse to celebrate how rich they all are in whatever projects they did this year. It, it, it seems much more of a like a reunion end-of-the-year party than it is an actual award show. Like, why does anyone care about any of it anymore? Uh, but I, I, I don't really have a whole lot of comments about the nominees and all that. Like I said, half these movies, it, I try to see some new movies too, I, but I haven't seen some of these. Uh, did you catch anything on it or... Any storylines catch your attention? Uh, the only thing I caught was a, I think it was a short, short film was produced by Kevin Durant and Mike Connolly. Something, something differences. It, it kind of threw me off because if I'm not mistaken, the Oscars are normally in February, either like the week before or the week after the Super Bowl. So it's not usually something that uh, I, I go out of my way to watch. I feel like I fall farther and farther away every year from the from from the movies that are uh, be, being advertised. Uh, just maybe just like I go closer and closer to well, I, I watched all the Marvel movies that came out and well, those were fun, but those aren't the the type of movies. Uh, we were chatting a little bit earlier today about movies, and I I just thought it was funny the uh, how we watch we watch the same sports. And I don't think it's necessarily like on purpose, but just like the movies that we're we're consuming are just just seem to be like not not a ton of overlap. I think the only mo- the majority of the overlap is when you watch a movie that might be uh, a little off the beaten path, and you suggest it to me, and they're they're always good suggestions, but that's kind of the only time they overlap. I I'm I'm not the right guy to be asking for for movie advice. It's it's weird if I. 
I think if I've seen a good movie, I can tell you it was a good movie. But there's so many movies I haven't seen that I have no no true judgment of scale on on a lot of them. Like we were, there were earlier, we were talking today about how many classic movies I just haven't seen. Uh, but recently, I'm I'm really trying to when you're trying to pick a movie, at least for me, I don't mind doing all the research on finding who the production was, like who the director is, you know, what kind of actors are the leads. Uh, I I've been knocking off movies off the rewatchables list, which is a a podcast that the the ringer does they they talk about rewatching certain movies and they do certain categories and awards kind of within the podcast of you know casting what ifs kind of half-ass internet research uh, they, uh, they, they do a good job they always have which they always they kind of have a, a rotating uh set of set of hosts but i've watched i've listened to it um for movies that i've really enjoyed and I knew every beat of the movie. I watched it for movies that I just kind of knew about and I've watched it or I've listened to it for movies that I haven't even seen. And it's, it's always, uh, it's, it's always fun to listen to. Yeah. I just watched uh, sound of metal last night that I think that was nominated for some awards. I don't know if it actually won anything. I, it was a pretty good, it's an indie movie. It's, it's about a metal rock drummer who loses his hearing. Uh, and it's, Kind of a rough road from there. I mean, I can only imagine, and they literally put his ears. You're you're listening through his ears like the whole time. So like, there's a lot of silences. There's a lot of like a, a faint noises, and you can hear like some low tones on some stuff. And it's not. I won't say it's a silent film, but there, it's definitely a lot to do with the struggle of missing out on some of this, as well as just some of the loud noise of just the world in some positions. Like it's it, it's it was pretty well done, but I it's not a I don't know if it'll be generally received as by as many people because it's kind of a little slow of a movie and it's definitely like an indie production uh, as well. It looks like it won the Academy Award for Best Sound and the Academy Award for Best Film Editing. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But I'm, I like as Zach said, I, I generally like a little bit weird movies. I'm not as into comedies as I think you are. And action movies, I, I don't know. I guess I go back and forth. Between. I do enjoy an action movie. I guess there's just so many types of those movies that I'm less impressed by them, and I, I like being impressed by different stuff. And that to be impressed by different stuff, you got to watch some weird shit. And yeah, I know that's that's my movie taste, and I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. But I I do think the contrast between the two of us is just mostly we know what we like, and we know when we like something, and that makes it easy to recommend to anyone else, and, and why you liked it as as well. Uh, so I, uh, any do you, do you have any theories on? the the drastic uh drop off in viewers uh i believe the numbers were something like 23 million last year and that was i believe a record low and then this year dropped all the way to 9 million i usually don't try to get too wrapped up in the 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 post uh the post viewing numbers it's usually more towards sporting events just cuz i think it's still misleading on oh yeah barely anybody's watching cable nobody cares about sports because of wokeness and all the politics and just a lot of it is well just all the young people were just not watching it on television a ton of us are still watching it online and, and, and through different why different different mediums and i just don't know if that's counted correctly so yeah or, no, do my, you have, do you have any theories? My, my thought of the numbers is how are there even that many people like who's watching it on cable this is a boring event they're, they're not missing anything you're not capturing anything live if anything you're seeing a bunch of actors 
act like they like each other and act like they can say a bunch of nice things about each other. That that's all it is. And you don't if you care you about think the it's actual just, it's all a farce. I don't think anything could be gained at least about this recent show based on everything that I heard. I I didn't watch it. There was no, I don't think there were any live entertainment of it. I don't remember like a live musician going on, or maybe if there was, I didn't hear about it. But like, I, I feel like generally when you watch these shows, it's fun to see certain celebrities interact with one another, you know, outside of uh, being characters. They, they're human beings, they're hanging out. But a, a lot of these people I just don't think are as interesting as you want them to be. They're, they're not the characters we, we want them to be, they're, they're just actors. <laughs> they're, they're the boring. People. They're boring. You know what they're doing? They get paid money to act like someone else. They don't get paid to be this person. Yeah. And so I I also think that nobody saw any of the movies this year. It, I think a lot of years they don't see a lot of the movies that get nominated because they pick they, they don't pick Avengers. They don't pick those sort of movies generally. They don't Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it seems on purpose not to pick popular movies. But the other thing is we're in a weird position right now where movies being released through theaters are becoming less and less popular for beyond just COVID reasons. I mean, we were having Netflix originals and all that, and we had those originals be released in theaters just so they could qualify for these awards. And kind of the dangerous path of having these streaming services qualify for these awards, I, I mean, I really don't care about the awards. I'm just saying this is a decent point I heard someone else make, is that these streaming services can generally force movies upon you by putting them on the front page and things like that constantly recommending them so i can see movies gaining more popularity because they were essentially pushed down all these streaming services throats through the consumer that that they're it's not even just general public saw this box office thing and and went to go see it it's it's being advertised through us in a different way i I don't know if that necessarily is good though like if tiger king isn't on the front page of netflix do you think any of us ever click on it or, or definitely do, or did we all we all well, I, I don't know i don't know what sparks it but it was the amount of people that got a hold of me in the beginning of the pandemic saying hey how you doing this pandemic's crazy yeah yeah what have you been up to yeah oh, this have you seen tiger king okay but like, no no a couple of times I, I have to see this everyone is talking about this don't don't you think though that nobody knew tiger king was coming out on that day it just popped up on that day it wasn't like we were like oh man 10 days till Tiger King gets released. Did you see the trailer? This is coming. It's on its way. I'm no. so excited for it. No, it just came out, popped up on the front page. A couple people that thought it was, saw it and thought it was enough, thought it was good enough to share with people, told more people and it, and it became a likable phenomenon w- without that going on that Netflix page though. I don't think that does anything. I'm not even sure if that does well in theaters because who, who Oh, it was a TV show. It was, it was, I still think it, it compares. Was a movie. I, I know, but it could have been a movie on the Netflix page that, sh- that we all eventually branched out and saw and it went w- viral because it was on that same page. I, I, just saying Netflix is going to have a lot of control over the power of these movies and the popularity, and if that leads to these awards and all that, it's like, well, what's the difference? Just let Netflix pick them at the beginning. Why Why do we need even Academy Awards? Just have Netflix Awards. Just, just Hulu Awards. Amazon Prime Awards. It's just have the networks each have their own award show. They can put it on their streaming service. It's boom. I, I just solved everything. It's 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 all fixed now. Well, if if people didn't want to watch the big awards, why would they want to watch the, the smaller I, awards? I don't know. I don't know why they want to watch any of the awards at all. They should be watching the <laughs> movies within these awards. And if they have the rights to show all these movies within the award show, I think that could even be a better way to do it. If, if anything, I would love for them just break down the nominees and and tell us why we, each movie was awesome. Like, tell me what I'm what I'm missing about this. Like, do like a ten minute 
summary of who's in it, who's directing it, what other stuff do we know them in, and and, and what's the story based on? Like, just sell me on the movie. I think that you'd be better off on doing a award show or a, an event like that than than telling me this movie was good because we gave it an award because a bunch of white people in one room said it was awesome. Like, that's that's isn't no... that not <laughs> that's not the it's not the creator's job whether it's Netflix or traditional route. Isn't that more? I don't know exactly what the, the, to call it, but the the, the, the larger ecosystem, the, the the people writing articles, the people doing podcasts, that it's on them to watch the movie and then get it to us, I'm going to call us like the, the, the regular people, to say, oh, well, I'd kind of heard about this this movie, didn't really know about it, but then I listened to Shea Serrano, he, he tweeted about it, and then I heard on a podcast, and in that half an hour, they really sold it to me. And that's why I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. Why, why isn't that being like, why are we showing awards on that? Why don't we show that? Why don't we show something that actually gets people to go watch the movie? Cause I, I think that's kind of what the point of making this available to the public is. That's why it's on ABC, CBS, the basic cable channels. That's why you don't think that happens. I, I, and maybe this is just a little more anecdotal is just hearing people say, I, I watched all of the, the best picture nominations Strictly because they were the best picture nominations. Where if they, if I don't know how many normally ne- I mean, nominate, you, if it's like five, you, but if like number six, I didn't watch that one because that wasn't on the official list. Do you do that? I I have done it. I won't do it for no. all of them, but I, and even if I do it, generally I pick one, and normally it's the one that everyone thinks should have won, not even the one that did win. If anything, we can agree on for all these awards is that, that we can agree that they've always gotten it wrong. There's always some sort of debate on something should have went here and should have went there. And I think isn't that's, that kind of the that's whole, good. That's good. Isn't that kind of the whole point of, I mean, I shouldn't say the, the whole point of art, but there, it, it's similar to, you know, with, with the NFL draft of this is at this moment in time. And for sure in five years, you could look back and say, you know what, this, this, I, I think this is different, but you know what, in 10 years down, down the road, it could be even more different, but it's not sports of, it's very clear. This team had more points than the other team. So that team won. Where this, it's, well, this is what I enjoyed. This is what other people enjoyed. Sometimes the same thing. Sometimes it's not. But it's not nearly the, this is black as the winner and this is white as the loser. Well, I I actually, <laughs> I actually think it, it probably plays out way better for the past NFL drafts than it does for the past of these movie awards. The history of them is not good. It, it's... I don't know why we're trying to hold on to this tradition. It's they're not valid. We we weren't considering the right candidates, whether it was women or, or people of color. There, there's a variety of things that were just like these awards are on the wrong scale to begin with. They they shouldn't have any relevancy in the past either, because they're just <laughs> if you don't let everyone play, how do you know who's the best? Like you know, if you, yeah, I'm I'm glad I stayed quiet when you were going uh, that direction. I thought you were just going on just a uh, like. Their, their awards who cares like just in general and I, I was gonna just be like who cares and then you immediately went into just the yeah it's clearly underrepresented for for women and minorities i'm glad i didn't yell that out before you went that way now it seemed just like a huge jerk zach, zach zach doesn't care zach zach doesn't want any women directors <laughs> n- n- nothing for him he's uh he's he wants them to get him birthday gifts 35 times a year uh, <laughs> that's so many they, gifts they, they can't they can't direct movies they, they what, what could they possibly do what a ridiculous fucking outcome i don't think i could i don't think i could write down 35 gifts i'd want right now 
I can tell you this. I couldn't go over 35 dates just in Williamstown here. Oh, man. Like, what What are we doing on date three here? What? What is that? What does that look like? Like I, uh, I, <laughs> Not watching the Oscars, that's for sure. <laughs> not with me. No, that wouldn't be fun. I'm sorry if I ruined this for anyone else. If you enjoyed watching it, man, by all, by all means. The thing is, I know you didn't watch it because the numbers are that bad. So I think we're all in agreement. These are terrible. <laughs> What's wild, too, is that it wasn't up against uh, the NFL, which that would yeah. make more sense to me if it was, ooh, okay, well, you're going up against football. Football just dominates everything. But last Sunday, I mean, there was – I don't even think there was a NBA game on. Like, I would have thought if it was uh, – I, I, Fear the Walking Dead was on. That's the spinoff of the, the regular Walking Dead. So I don't think they had a, a, a ton of competition besides just there's just so much competition for content right now all of the time. That, that's just not good live content. They could have just tweeted out every award. It would have been better. So, uh, see, that that's where I got to push back a little bit because I feel like th- there's got to be a better way to do it. it I, I don't know exactly like what it is. I think you might have to tweak the uh, the format of it, but I think if you just tweet it out, it's almost – baseball does that where it'll be during uh, a, a Sunday night or Monday night football game. And so everyone's focus is on football and they'll be tweeting out, Hey, this is who won the golden glove. And here's who won the, uh, the, 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 the most valuable player. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this right now? You have none of the attention. This is terrible for your sport. I, I just think they could gain more attention if they just released it on the streaming services rather than trying to make it a live event like that. It just seems, it, it seems like it's old news even by the time it happens. So you're thinking maybe a little more, I, I, I hesitate to say production value because it's the Academy Awards. So there's clearly no, a lot right. that, that goes into it, but just more, maybe more curated. And the idea is that this is not supposed to be a live event here. Go watch the Oscars and you're able to watch it as it's posted, but this happened two weeks ago. And, but here's all the, all, all the winners and there's skits and performances that are interspaced in it. And you can I watch want, it at your, at your own convenience. T- tell you what, this is what I want. I want a director's cut of, of all the nominees essentially. All right. We, I want a director to tell me or some sort of somebody's really on top of all of it to essentially narrate the, the awards for me. And we'll pause it, and they can tell me a little bit about each movie. I, I, I'd rather that. I want I want a director's cut of the award show. <laughs> director's cut of the award show. That well, seems at least like that, it should be doable. At least that could convince me to watch one of the movies. It kind of makes sense of uh, where The Ringer does stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure they'll be doing something for the NFL draft, and I've, de- I've definitely checked out their NBA coverage where they got a couple of college basketball guys, they got the NBA guys, Bill's there. If that was going on during the Oscars, and to point out to you, like, hey, like a second screen, I, I think that people are probably doing that. We're just not plugged into that. And if you if you look, you might be able to find it. Yeah, I I, I guess that's just what I would care about. Maybe other people are just happy with the awards uh, as is. All right, we got about five minutes left here of a podcast that's been a little bit all over the place. Uh, it's going to get a little bit more all over the place because I'm going to give you a couple options here. We can talk hockey, baseball, or Celtics woes. Baseball. Baseball. Oh, man. You sure? I'll, I'll give you the Celtics five, man. It's it's not going to be a pretty one, though. I'd rather end I'm the hoping, podcast. I'm hoping we can just punt, and then next week it'll be better news. I told you last week it wasn't good. I told you last week it wasn't good. All right, on to, on to baseball. Baseball has been doing all sorts of wild things this year that I'm 
not even mad about. I, I th- I'm a little bit more mad about when they don't commit to some of these changes, but they've been doing some seven-inning games on back-to-backs. They've been doing some uh, what, what double-headers uh, on double-headers. Uh, Sorry, as you can tell, yeah, I've already got the the wrong uh, dialect here. They are back-to-back, just in the same day. Just just want to make sure for the non-focused baseball fans that it's different than basketball back-to-backs. I know, I already got scrutinized for uh, ruining the Super League, the Super Duper League. Uh, It's uh, not the Super Duper League. I think we might own that. I love the Super Duper League. I saw someone else ask someone in an interview about the Super League, and they're like, "Uh, was that the new... uh, uh justice league movie that uh the, the long <laughs> cut was that the long uh what, what, oh man i forgot the guy's name the snyder cut was that the snyder cut <laughs> I, i'm sorry i didn't get a chance to see it was it good and they just shook their head like oh man like no <laughs> that's that's not the super league <laughs> uh but anyways there there's some good storylines in baseball this year uh, beyond just the yankees being bad uh, that's uh we have some special talent as well some new stories it's still not enough to get me to watch it, but I, I'm fascinated by it. When anytime this this sport has been so reluctant to make any changes, and they're they're taking some chances, and I I feel like they're doing stuff that's trying to get me to watch, and I will applaud that and go a little bit. Now I'll be a little quieter about some of the, the 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 flaws of of baseball. I'll say, but what's what's the cool storyline we got today? We got someone who's done something that hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. Okay, I'm glad that you asked me about this because I've been practicing. His name is Shohei Otani. That, that's about as close as I can get it. I've been practicing all afternoon. And he is a pitcher and a batter for the Angels. Now, this is unusual because he plays in the American League where normally you have a designated hitter specifically so your pitcher does not have to pitch. And you mentioned Babe Ruth because last night he was the first pitcher to start a game while leading the major leagues in home runs. This guy is unbelievable. (laughs) Being able to pitch and be able to just mash home runs, that has literally not been seen since Babe Ruth. (laughs) Babe Ruth played like 100 years ago. It seems so weird to me. Every time that happens, I I think I've even said this on this podcast, it's probably my only like reasonable baseball take is these – professional baseball players their whole lives i think a lot of them were pitchers and hitters and they were amazing at both and yet somehow at some point they stopped practicing one and it's almost like they lose all that all together i i i it's clearly got to be hard to do I, I but it's just weird to me that i've seen guys that are so good in certain levels and then the second it gets to that level they're either unable to do one or the other <laughs> uh, i think it's just the way just how involved being a pitcher is and just all, all all the things that you have to do it's a it's an unusual motion that you have to do repeatedly and i think once you start getting into that it just you, you just can't you can't go back to go back to hitting i mean just look at uh from the the the, the last dance the the jordan documentary last year where going from basketball to baseball and then back just had to like retrain his body and then he was just to be a fielder, so just a batter, and to be a pitcher, I think, is even oh, a further sense. extension. That makes sense. I don't, I don't think I've ever had it quite explained like that to me, but yeah, the, the, the body type and the straight training you're doing has to be different for, for both, I imagine. Uh, all right, we got, we got about another two minutes here. I just, quick, quick little seven-inning uh, baseball story here. Uh, someone throws a, 
a shutout the other day. They won't give him the the true shutout for the for the pitching here. Yeah, no hitter. Or the no hitter. They, they won't give it to him. What what's the deal here? What's they, they gonna they gonna change this? Or we're really gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. We're gonna have two teams that agreed to play seven innings, of which someone throws a no hitter, and we're not gonna give them the no hitter because it's only a seven inning game. I think this is gonna be like they did to uh, famous Yankee Roger Maris, where he broke Babe Ruth's record, but there was an asterisk for a long time because they had expanded the number of games played. I think this is going to be similar where for a certain amount of time, they're going to say, well, this is only a seven-inning game, so this clearly doesn't count. This is ridiculous. And I get that it was two innings less than everybody else, but I think down the road, if we're doing more of these seven-inning games and this continues to be just the norm, it's just... Cool. Like we're gonna call them like mini, I'm mini no hitters. With, I'm but, fine with that, but, but we need to acknowledge that something pretty, pretty like pretty hard to do happens still here. It's, yeah. <laughs> like that's seven innings or not. The thing is, sure, it's a little bit easier if, if for the one guy to stay in a little bit more, but the other team also has the same way to adjust some strategies throughout. Like there's, they know it's only going seven. Also, <laughs> you know. Literally, the other team, their whole thing that they're trying to do is to get hits so they can score runs and you <laughs> stop them from doing that and uh silly, silly baseball i didn't i they're doing good things though i don't i don't want to be too hard on them but this this was this is very much baseball being baseball and why we don't watch baseball stop doing things like this all right we'll be back be next fun. week is there anything else you want to add uh, just, just the last thing, the uh, the Pioneer League is going to have a home run derby to replace extra innings, and I just love that. Of you, know, you don't have to go watch more baseball if it goes to extra innings. There is just a head-to-head home run derby. You get five pitches. Whoever hits the more more home runs wins the ball game. And for especially for a minor league team, that just seems like such a fun time uh, to, <laughs> to go see that. Well, we'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Check us out on on podcasts, our Podbean, on Spotify, and all the other streaming platforms available. We'll be back. Little column A, little column B.